Hello, hello. What's up, Drew Kirby? Hey, nice talking to you. Yeah, hey guys, this is the uh, March 31st, 2020 American Hard Enduro podcast. This is Will Preston. I'm here with Drew Kirby. What's going on, Drew? Oh man, living the dream in so many ways and not in so many others. It's kind of a nightmare actually, isn't it? I go back and forth. I've gotten so much done around the house, like my honeydew list that I normally never get done because of dirt bikes and life. You know, I've got a lot of stuff done around the house, but I'd rather be riding my dirt bike and not teaching my kids how to do addition and subtraction. Yeah, we, we've been going over Manifest Destiny today, and uh, <sighs> I'd, I'd forgotten about the whole Thomas Jefferson, uh, the, the goal of the Easterners trying to move west across the U.S., but I could tell you all about it right now. Yeah, let, let's not, because I want to talk dirt bikes, not COVID-19 or home arrest or whatever the shelter in place, safer at home we're on. Yeah. And and I think right now it would be appropriate. I'm gonna ha- I'm open up this cold beer. Yes. Oh, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna go straight Brian Pierce seat time. Oh, oh, got it, got it. Ooh, I got one. What are you What are you drinking, Drew? That sounded okay. good. So my company is based out of Lexington, Kentucky, and uh, my field tech came down today and brought me some West West Sixth Brewing uh ipa so it's my favorite beer and i'm excited because he also sent me a thing that their governor closed all liquor stores effective tonight at midnight well i think that the border between kentucky and tennessee just got shut down didn't it uh he's their governor is like tennessee's not doing anything you guys just travel with caution kind of like florida's doing i mean i-95 out of i think it was georgia or alabama is a train wreck right now Tennessee's just so, a bunch of hellions. Well, you know, I don't. Uh, let's. I don't even know where to start. Let's talk dirt bikes. All right, we've got. I'm, we haven't I'm, done a podcast. Let's do one. Yeah, and I'm drinking an Oscar Blues Oney. It's a uh, a wonder one hundred calorie hazy IPA. Trying to watch my girlish figure. Oh well, I've given up. I'm just. I've, I mean, it's. <laughs> it, I'm off the rails at this point. Yeah, what are you training for right now? Uh, not to be fatter. I don't know. I mean, uh, we're for the future. I mean, April. I don't know. Where do we want to start? Do we just want to rip rip the bandaid off and start talking about it? Well, first of all, this Hard Enduro American Hard Enduro podcast is brought to you by Moto Lab um, Suspension. If you go to MotoLabDirtBikes.com, dot com, you can check out what those guys do. Um, Rob Kosler, he's the main man down there at Moto Lab, and I mean, they're suspension tuning experts. They advertise a three-day turnaround. Um, they're, I think they're mostly KTM, Husqvarna, um, Cherco. You know, they, they do most of the hard enduro type bikes. But, but Rob, he rides the gnarly stuff. So he kind of, he knows what it's all about. Well, and I know he's worked with some big names in the past from what I've heard. Is that correct? Right. Yes. You still there, Drew? Uh-oh. I lost you for a second. All right, Come on I said back. I know, am I back? Can you hear me? You're back. All right. I know he's worked with some big names in the past. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, I think he used to work at Stillwell. And back in the Cody Webb beta days, I'm pretty sure those guys worked together. Um, I, I mentioned the name to Cody a few months back. And he's like, oh, yeah, I remember him. So, um, you know, that, that's, you know, hey, if he's worked on Cody's suspension, he's, he's probably pretty good, right? All right. Well, I'm going to have to give him a shout and uh, see what he can do for us. All right. And, and if, if y'all are all wondering what the heck 
me and Drew are doing talking on the phone instead of just recording this in my office. <laughs> we are social distancing because we both have little kids that, um, you know, we're not trying to get them sick and get the, the other, the, our better half sick and yada, yada, yada. So y'all know the drill. Yeah. And it's not near as much fun to do it over this. Cause obviously like we just had a technical difficulty and, and like Will said, our better halves, mine's a nurse, and she's really worried about bringing stuff home. So we're trying to – we've got the Kirby house on lockdown pretty tight at the moment. <coughs> so, yeah. Well, we're, I mean, we've been pretty locked down, but we're we're still um, – I don't know. We, we had a dirt bike ride this weekend, didn't we, Drew? Oh, we did. We did. And it was – what was it? This sunny and 75 in Tennessee, not raining. Actually, it uh, rained in the morning, but by yeah. the time we were riding, it was done. And probably one of the most fun days I've had in the woods in a long time. And, you know, I'm jumping ahead on what we we're going to talk about. But That's all right. It, it, was, it was just a great day. And, you know, are you guys out there riding? I mean, uh, what are we doing? Are, are we allowed to ride? Are we not allowed to ride? I, I don't see why we can't. I mean, as long as we're not, you know <clears> – <throat> you know, sharing our PB and J's with each other and drinking out of each other's, you know, USW hydration packs. Um, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the main comment of the day. I don't want to share your camelback. <laughs> my dirt bike. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously don't get hurt because none yeah. of us want to go to the hospital right now. So maybe, you know, back it yeah. off a little bit. Um, I didn't wear a chest protector this weekend, but I probably should have. Um, oh. I, I don't know. Um, but the, I, I think I, the main thing for me right now is I'm trying to stay sane. I need to ride yeah. my dirt bike. Yes. I, I need to ride some hard stuff. So that, well, that and, helped. And, and it was a great ride. It was myself, Will, Blake, Terry, and we had Nick Farringer passing through town. And it was just so good to get out in the woods. And I actually wore a chest protector because I don't leave home without it just because of my past history. And my wife told me before I left, do not get hurt. You cannot go to the ER. So yeah. there was several times when I, I, I started to pick the speed up and I, I normally I never consider getting hurt. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to slow it back down. No reason. And we're not trying to prove anything. So, well, for once I, for once I used better judgment. And, and speaking of Blake Terry, um, he's our film guy and Blake has really started to pick it up riding the hard, you know, the hard stuff. So, um, I mean, he, he's, he's hanging right in there now. He he is, and we did. It's probably our hardest trail. We call it the Grotto, and uh, he's been wanting it. And uh, we gave it to him, and he, he made it out the other side. And and even Nick after the Grotto was like, "Whoa, that that might have been a yeah. bit much." But Nick well, had been, it, Nick had I, been riding for days, so yeah, he'd spent the last two days riding with Jordan Jordan Ashburn and mountain biking. So he was a little tired coming into the day, but. It, it was really interesting because here in Tennessee, a lot of times in the water, the rocks have traction right on the edge of the water in the, you know, dry areas is the slick spot. But if the rocks were underwater, they were the slickest things ever. And we got some flat rocks at the end of the grotto that I fell three times. You fell what? Two or three. And we, like we saw, yeah, well, we, we saw, we, we saw Nick Farringer fall a couple of times. Never in my life have I seen Nick Farringer on the ground, and I was so happy to see it. Yeah, sorry, we were. Nick. We, yeah, sorry, Nick. We, we, we were kind of laughing a little bit, and we were, we were. Pr- How about we were proud? We weren't laughing. Yeah, it was, it was a happy moment. It was a proud moment. Yeah, 
but but all in all it it ranks up there with one of my favorite days on a dirt bike just seeing what nick can do and having blake make it up the grotto um and just getting like you said sanity getting out of the house yeah and Um, and take taking it back to that whole don't get hurt um you know whatever comment on saturday me and my son went mountain biking at baker creek and there's some downhill trails there and it and a grown man got hurt pretty bad. Um, I think he broke a bone in his face, and he and he, he looked like he had a collarbone and, and possibly some ribs. And so I was one of the ones that tried to help him get down the, the hill. You know, we're only talking four or 500 feet of vertical elevation, but still pretty big, pretty big hill for, you know, a, a non-lift served downhill trail. Yeah. Anyways, in, a, in downtown Knoxville. Yeah. So I made a couple more laps, and as we were leaving – I, you know, we go by the ambulance and I can see him in there and he's pretty beat up. He's pretty bloody. And then, you know, we get changed into our street clothes and, you know, do our thing and and we're about to pull out. And I see the guy walking back to his buddies, all bandaged bandaged up with a (laughs) sling, with his, a tourniquet around his head. And it's like, yeah, they're, they're not taking the dude to the hospital. It's just like, sorry, bud, you, you got to deal with it. So, yeah, um, I mean, (laughs) it's, it's crazy. It is. And I mean, it's, it's a true uh, problem and it's uh, what we're going through, you know, un, unheard of times right now. I mean, I've obviously never, I'm almost 40. I've never lived through anything like this and hopefully don't have to again. All right. Enough about terrible news. Um, yes. All right. So the, I, I guess sign up for tough, like roar is coming up. Like it is April 1st. It's April fool's day. It's, within a few hours yep. of probably when people are going to hear this podcast. So go to roar.org yep. get signed up. We know you haven't spent your money on any other race lately. So just go <laughs> ahead, sign up um, July yep. 4th weekend. It, it's going to be awesome. So saying that here's a quick little interview with Mr. Rob Moe. Yeah. Check it out. You get all the details. Boom. Hey guys, welcome to the American Hard Enduro podcast, um, quarantine style. I'm here with Drew Kirby and Rob Moan of Tough Like Roar. Um, what's going on, guys? Just uh, enjoying the quarantine, I guess. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I'd call it. I'd call it enjoying it, but we're uh, we're surviving it here at the Kirby household. Homeschooling has been taxing on us in Tennessee. Oh yeah. Okay, so let's just assume that the uh, Tough Like Roar race is going to take place on July 4th. Um, what have you guys been up to, Mr. Moan? Uh, well, we've been working hard. We've been working on a lot of trail. Uh, we probably added a good three and a half miles of uh, trail, and probably three of it, three miles of that, is probably about the hardest that, uh, that you guys have ridden so far. Oh my goodness! So are we talking uh, equivalent to that uphill on the second lap last year? Very similar. Yes, we actually added a little section right after that. There's in the past, there's always been the stairway to heaven. Then last year we added stairway part two, and now this year we added a stairway part three. That, like last year, we're gonna just use on the second lap once things are spread out a little bit, trying not to uh, create bottlenecks. Yeah. Sweet. I can't wait. Um, so we, when, we, when, when is sign up for tough like roar? If you know, everything stays on track. 
Sure. That's uh, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Uh, you can go to Roar.org. Uh, there should be a link there at 8 o'clock to sign up. If this is not all, uh, if, let me rephrase that. If things aren't back to normal with the coronavirus and everything else, uh, we will obviously refund your money. So don't think that if you sign up and you know we don't have the race that we're going to keep your money because that's not the case. Uh, it is your benefit to uh, sign up early because that's how you line up for Saturday's races. If, uh, if there's 50 people in your class and you're the eighth guy in your class to sign up, you're going to be on the front row. If you're the, the 48th guy to sign up, well, you're going to be on the fifth row. And uh, those, those rows will be time adjusted, of course, like they have been in the past, but you're still going to be fighting through a lot of traffic. Cool. Well, I, I see no reason not to go ahead and sign up. I mean, it's not like we've been spending our money on any others lately. You know what I mean? Absolutely. We hope uh, hope for a lot of people. Right on. Well, and and just and just to be clear, today is March thirty first. We're recording this, so I'd say everyone will hear it tomorrow, which will be April first, day of sign up. Is that correct, Rob? Yes. Yep. Yeah, and I'm gonna okay. I'll do my best to get this live tonight, but uh, no promises. No problem. <laughs> All right. Well, have you guys, um, I, I'm guessing you and Jarrett and uh, the rest of the folks have been up there working hard, putting in, uh, just, I, just getting the trail laid, laid out, right? I've probably been up there at least one day a week uh, since our event last year. And we've had a very nice winter. Uh, we've actually been able to ride all winter. Wow. That has never been the case up here ever. Usually we're good till around January 1st, mm-hmm. and then usually the ground's frozen, there's snow on the ground. That hasn't been the case this year, and we've done uh, a lot of work up there, and we've been uh, very busy. Good deal. Can you talk to us about the format of the race a little bit? Has anything changed, or for anybody that's never raced tough like Roar, just kind of you know, break it down, uh, how, how everything lays out you know, from, kind of from beginning to end? Sure. So we have a two-day event. Saturday, uh, we more or less have it laid out for your average guy. Uh, Everybody is going to race on Saturday, regardless of what class you're in, pros, uh, ABC, 45 plus, and women. All are going to race twice on Saturday. You're going to race on two separate courses. Each course is roughly five miles long, and you're going to do two laps on each five-mile course. And what those races do is... They're going to set everybody up for Sunday. The top 30 people from the two races on Saturday are going to automatically transfer to the main event. Uh, The next, uh, so from 31st to 150th, if you're in that group, you're going to have to try to make the main event by uh, doing the Sunday morning race. We're going to start that race a little earlier this year. Uh, hoping that we can start the main event earlier this year. We're planning on starting the first race at uh, 8 o'clock on Sunday. Nice. And what we're going to do is, like last year, we're going to send five riders out uh, every 30 seconds, you know, based on your times from Saturday. Uh, The course is going to be similar to the first race that you're going to do on Saturday. It's going to be about five miles, but we're going to add in three uh, harder sections uh, to – you know, ramp up the, the difficulty level a little bit. And then that's also going to uh, be the women's final. Uh, so the top 30 in that race will then 
qualified to the main event, <clears throat> making up rows uh, four, five, and six. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a cutoff time uh, on the Sunday's races also. That's something we didn't do last year. So the race is going to start at 8 o'clock. At 9.15, we're going to give you till 9.15 to complete the course. Right. And if you don't complete the course, we're going to get you off the course and uh, so that we can set up for the main event. And in past years, the main event has started at 1 o'clock in the afternoon in the hottest part of the day. Mm-hmm. Well, we're started at 11 o'clock this year and we're going to give you five hours wow the... so i like we're it start at 11 and at four o'clock we're going to start cleaning cleaning the course up removing arrows and getting people off the course uh, well, so you have five hours and and rob one thing we talked about are you guys shortening the lap and making it more difficult is that still what we're looking at or what you guys are looking at that's exactly what we're doing. We've heard, you know, a lot of comments from uh, the top guys. And, you know, we try to give the people, you know, the good guys what they want. Uh, so the, the course is going to be roughly about 15 miles. Last year it was almost 18 miles and you had to do two laps. This year the course is going to be 15 miles. You have to do two laps. But we've added three miles of really, really hard stuff, you know, and we've probably taken out about – six miles of the easy stuff <laughs> you know like all in years past like you go up stairway to heaven which is you know difficult and then we have the section up on top which we call heaven that That's is heaven that, that is awesome. some good trail <laughs> it is fun trail well you're not going to ride that here. We're just gonna <laughs> take you through stairway to heaven and then drop back off along the top of stairway to heaven that that's technical challenging and uh just to get you right back down onto the rest of the course cool so, well- Definitely so, gonna be hard. One question is the uh the waterhole off camber area where the guy fell in and completely submerged his bike, is that still gonna be in there? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, All right. that's good stuff. Yeah, that was like no man's land with no way out. So that was <laughs> I was scared that was gonna be us. Um so very good. Well, yep. All the, all the, all your favorite sections from, you know, years past 50 minute trails in there, uh, bear scat trail is mm, in there. Bisexual. bisexual. <laughs> and, uh, the new what what a pit of McMisery. Yes. Uh, yes. That one. That's what I was thinking of. So that's what a lot of the new stuff is like when you go out of pit of McMisery that last year, that's as far out as we went. And okay. then you started to turn around and come back towards the starting area. Well, this year, you're going to go through Pit of McMisery, and then there's two more pits very similar to that that you're going to go through. Very nice. Well, and Rob, are we allowed to talk about what you guys are doing scoring-wise in the main event? Is that public knowledge? Absolutely, we can talk about it. All right, let's let's, let's hear about it. We're going to have live scoring like we've had in the past, and we're also taking it one step farther for the main event only – uh, we're going to give each rider a tracking device. Uh, we're going to have you put it, you know, in your uh, camelback, your fanny pack, you know, somewhere on you. And what that will enable us to do and also your pit crews is follow you around the course. So we're going to have two TVs at the scoring area. One is going to be the live scoring. The second TV is going to be a topographical map of the course. And there's going to be 60 little balloons <laughs> around this course, you know, tracking everybody's rider. 
that you can either watch it there at the scoring area or you can do it on your cell phone. We're going to have, I don't understand how they do it. There's some, <laughs> some you clip, it's magic. click on there that will enable you to be out on the course in all our cool spectator areas around 409 and, and everywhere else. And you'll be able to, you know, roughly see where your rider is at the court, on the course, you know, what place they're in and, you know, if they're even close to getting to you. That is that is awesome. I cannot wait for that. So, even if you're you're not there at the event, you can watch it from uh, wherever you're at in the country. Right. So, yeah. so you you guys actually have cell phone coverage at the. Uh, we have very good. We have very good cell phone coverage. About about a month and a half ago, we got five of these trackers from the the company, and we uh, five of us went out and we rode or walked you know, the entire course <laughs> and in all them deep ravines uh, any place. And we, to see if we could make, uh, see if we had signal and that this was going to work and we tested it out and it worked awesome. So uh, I, I think it's going to be great. Cool. That's very cool. So th- this race is in the American or excuse me, the AMA extreme off-road East series. Um, and it's actually the third event. But looking at the schedule, obviously, uh, Revlimiter has been delayed, um, postponed. And then we got May 16th, 17th in Marquette, Michigan. We got the Mad Moose. I, I've, I've just got a feeling that that one may have to get punted as well. So you guys might actually lead off the year. Or you, you might be the second race if one of those March or May races gets delayed to June or so. But uh, it's kind of interesting. You guys might be one of the first events of the year, or, or the first events of this series ever. Um, that's kind of cool, right? Well, it'd be cooler to race Michigan. I hope they have their race. Right. You know, we're looking forward to going. But, uh, you know, we're going to, if we have our race, you know, we're going to have an awesome event uh, like we have in the past. We have a big purse uh, like we have in the past. Uh $15,000 we're going to pay out to the top 15 riders nice. for the main event uh, with $5,000 going to the winner. And we're also increasing the women's purse. We're giving out $1,500 to uh, the women's class, to uh, the top six riders. And That's... we have a lot of contingency stuff that we're going to give out Saturday to the non-pro or women classes. You know, So to A, B, C, and 45 plus. We have lots of contingency prizes. We have over $2,000 from Fly that we're going to give out. I know Drew uh, got a brand new wardrobe from us. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I actually turned that uh, those Fly Bucks in and bought my daughter a helmet for Christmas, actually. Aww. So uh, I, used, I used it on the children. And uh, Rob, <laughs> hey, who is the title sponsor for you guys this year? The title sponsor for our race, as it has been in the past, is uh, Kenda. Uh, they've okay. been they've been awesome for us. Uh, you know, the majority of people I think use their tires uh, either the Ibex or I know Will and Drew's favorite, the Equilibrium. They're <laughs> uh, also, <laughs> also giving us twenty tires to hand out. Uh, oh, sweet! Over the course of the weekend, like they have in the past. So yeah, Kenda has always been our biggest sponsor, and uh, we love them. So has has anyone gotten a hold of one of the new Kenda uh, Gnarlies or the FIM tire? to practice the gauntlet the, the, yeah the gnarly or the gauntlet 
I haven't even heard of them. I guess I've been spending too much time mm. out in the woods. Yeah, uh, we we need to know this information before the before the race. So if we could get yeah. a inside tester out there, that'd be helpful. And what? How, how are they supposed to be different? <laughs> well, go ahead, Drew. You probably know more than anybody. I've I've played around with with them, and they're the FIM tires, which has the lower knob height, and they're actually a one forty size which is a little more balloony big old um, fat tire big fat tires how do, what the, how do you even get that between the rotor guard and the <laughs> guard? How do you get that in there I, I have a hard time getting a 120 in. You, yeah you've heard of an extended swing arm i've got a wide swing arm that uh <laughs> that allows them to fit between so no worries rob they fit it's just the european measurement maybe but that's what they run in europe and all that stuff so um it's got a little lower sidewall, I think, so you don't get as much roll as you do with the Ibex. Um, so that's a big push. I know uh, Cody Webb and Nick Farringer and Quinn have been running them, and uh, so far, uh, so good. And they've actually – Kenda's got a new front tire coming out that I didn't even know about. I've got – I think Will and I have a few, um, the Washougal 3, um, and I'm really excited to test it out. So we got to lot, lots of big stuff coming from Kenda. We got to rub on one this past weekend when Nick Farringer came in town. So um, the the um, Kenda's, I think their tire game is is coming on strong right now. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. I'm and of course they've been supporting you know the off road scene for the last what five six years heavily. Yeah. Well, hope we'll see some of them at our our event maybe i'll be able to give some away that'd be awesome so i know i know we've run into issues of course one thing we haven't talked about obviously everything being delayed but this whole covid19 it's got a lot of their stuff from china and shipments delayed so hopefully that'll all free up and clear up in the future well let's keep our fingers crossed they're crossed yep all right rob any anything else we need to touch on before we uh end this wrap up on the 2020 tough like roar well, I don't know. Once again, you know, our sign up uh, tomorrow night at eight o'clock. Uh, you guys have been there the last few years. You know, you have any questions for me or any, you know, positive comments that you'd like to, you know, see us do? Well, if you're going to if you're going to race a hard enduro, I highly recommend going to Tamaqua, Pennsylvania. Did I say it right? No, you butcher it. Okay. Tamaqua. Tamaqua. Is it Tamaqua? Um no, I, I highly recommend this race because these yes. these guys are super organized. If they say they're starting at eleven AM on Sunday, by God, you better be you better have your bike getting ready to fire up at eleven AM because the flag's about to drop. Um that you know, you get results after the race. They might not be immediate, but this year they might be. I don't know. But I'm just saying yeah. you, you get accurate results. Everything is marked well. It's just it's just a very well organized event. I mean, they they have a great the Roar organization is a yep. solid organization. I feel like they've probably been around for 200 years putting on dirt. The club members, yeah, everything. They know what they're the doing. support and how many members. Very hey, I'm good. old, but I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. well go. And, hey, one thing. Sorry, Will. One thing, Rob, on Saturday, I know – is it still going to be broken up like the morning Saturday race, like the pro and the A guys are going to race a race and the B, C, 40-plus guys race in another race? Is it still going to be like it was last year for those who maybe don't know? The same way. Simply okay. because, you know, the courses on Saturday are only about four and a half or five miles. If, okay. you, if you end up with 250 people, having that out on the course at the same time, you know, it's just a parade. 
It'd know, be like so, a GNCC. Exactly. <laughs> like a GNCC. I mean, a very slow GNCC. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I couldn't help myself. No, I totally agree with you. So, yeah, okay. My kid you got to talk to. He's the one that still is, uh, likes them some, some of the time. Hey, yeah. well, you, do you know? Do you know why he likes him? Because he's fast and he can't do hard stuff. So. <laughs> well, he can, just not as good as some of you other. All right. Uh, well, he, he smoked. Right. He smoked us at TKO last year, so uh, we can't say much. Hey, we de- <laughs> we determined it was a hard hair scramble, not a hard, a, a real extreme race. So what? after his comment on social media this past weekend, I'm a little mad at him. One <laughs> one last question for you, Rob. Um, like taking it back to a personal level, I know you're a medical professional. How is the hospital scene right now for you guys up in Pennsylvania? Well, you know, I'm sure like everybody else, you got to do what you got to do. You know, things have definitely changed in the past, you know, three weeks. Uh, you know, we wear a mask and, you know, eye protection for every single patient now. Right. You know, that, uh, you know, it's just a, a somber setting you know there's not we're not as busy yep uh and they're you know they're they're cutting our hours and furloughing people and you know until things kind of go back to normal you know you just do what you have to do to uh to get through fortunately i've been off the last six days because like drew had said earlier <laughs> we should have been in texas right Three yep. of those days I've been up at Tough Leg Roar, uh, you know, working on trail and doing a little riding and having some fun. Well, on a on an outside of the hospital note, like socially, are you guys on shelter at home, stay, you know, safe at home? What What's that scene like? Yeah, you know, like I don't think there's a bunch of counties in uh, the state of Pennsylvania that, you know, they're saying you need to shelter at home. Don't uh, you do that anyways, Rob? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, he, no, they they shelter <laughs> in the van at <laughs> Tough Like Roar. <laughs> so we're uh, you know making do. All right, There's a lot less traffic on the road. I like that. No kidding. That oh, is nice. Yeah, but it's well, weird. The super it's uh, don't have a whole lot of stuff. Right. Well, yeah, absolutely. Both, both Drew and I are considered essential employees so we're still working but it is so nice just driving around with no traffic jams there's no rush hour it's it's unreal yeah Yeah, it's it's interesting all right well thanks Um, rob we um we definitely are looking forward to tough like roar and um we'll uh we'll definitely get the news out there that sign up is tomorrow night at eight o'clock eastern real time yep yep all and right. hey, where, to, uh, where, hey, where is that sign up? I don't think we said it earlier. Yeah, roar.org. Yep. I'm looking at it right now on my computer screen. Well, was attention. Mm hmm. That's how it goes. Hey, I'm just making sure I'm a little slow. <laughs> All right. Excellent. We'll talk to you later, Rob. Thanks a lot, man. Sounds good, Will. Take it easy, right. guys. See you, See Rob. You. Thank you, sir. See you, Drew. Bye. Later. That was awesome. Rob giving us all the good information about Tough Like Roar. Go sign up, roar.org. What do you think, Drew? Well, I think the, the you know, obviously a lot of good information there. And don't, don't hesitate to sign up because like he said in the interview, you can't get a refund if for some reason they have to postpone or cancel. And honestly, personally, I think that's going to be our first race of the 2020 
Sherco AMA East Extreme Series. Sadly, um, I agree with, yeah, sadly, I have to agree with you. I, I think Enduro Fest is going to get canceled, which is obviously a West race. Yep. Not canceled. I think they'll get postponed. And then I yeah, think postponed. I'm afraid Mad Moose is going to get postponed, possibly canceled. I mean, they're dealing with so many more restrictions than most races just because of the season up in freaking upper, upper Michigan is very compressed. Yep. So. Well, I don't know. And one thing, one thing, you know, we've got an outline for this podcast and it's already gone all off the rails. So <laughs> we're we'll kind of skipping around. <laughs> yeah. Well, so what, obviously Rev Limiter was supposed to be this past weekend. I thought I would be just getting back in town on this. Well, I would have gotten back yesterday, but it's been postponed. Um, obviously, every one of these races in the East Series and the West Series is leading up to TKO, the grand champion. So we've got a limited window to squeeze everything in. And now that window has gotten compressed. Um, so so I, we, should, we should do like an April Fool's Day show and just talk about how the Revlimiter went and, and just make up all this stuff. I think the, I think the podcast listeners would love it. <laughs> we would sound dumber than normal. <laughs> but so what I, I mean, I foresee, like I said earlier, I think we're a ways off from things resuming back to normal. And, you know, best case, we get to run the Mad Moose in mid-May, maybe the Rev Limiter early June, mid-June, and then go That'd back. That'd be awesome. I, mean, I, love, in, in I my, love that scenario. Yeah, or in, in my mind, a perfect world, just because of the weather up north, Mad Moose gets pushed back a little bit to early August. June. Uh, yeah. I was thinking early June. Yeah, and then right. then we get a month off till Tough Like Roar, but I don't know where Rev Limiter comes into that because one thing you've got to think about: Rev Limiter was supposed to be a East and a West race. Well, no, East and West combined. Right. It was not just an East, so we've got. To, I personally, I think we've got to get the Rev Limiter in there somewhere. Which you know, it's twelve hours for us. It's probably more for other people, but that's a substantial distance. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know, and and. You know, I know a lot of things like ISDE has just said we're done this year. We're going to move it to really. I heard that. Yeah, ISDE's done Jeez. the Olympics. Well, the summer yeah, Olympics. That's, that's not that important. Them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. On on the motorcycle scale, so it's oh, it's just it's crazy times, and I'm sure you guys are tired of freaking hearing about it. But that's kind of what we're looking. That's at. about all we got um, to talk about. So sorry, y'all. Yeah, and then what else? Uh, the Island Hard Enduro was is postponed. Yeah, that was coming um, up in the next couple weeks. Yeah, the the only thing I had, sadly, not sadly enough, but on my schedule still still was the Sear Spring Chicken. I can't talk yeah. on April twenty fifth. Um, and and it looks like they might move venues right um, from I think it was somewhere outside of Birmingham down to the Holly Tree. Uh, property so that, you know we might still be able to do something which would be awesome i'm gonna be surprised if that one happens just because the state of alabama is i've, I've heard they, they're gonna impose some no more than 10 people gathering at a time but hey okay. hopefully that doesn't happen um i mean come on dirt bikers are immune to this right no i don't know i mean we've been through a lot and i just everyone we want everyone to be safe and healthy that's the bottom line and yeah, we'll do what we can to do our part. I'm, I don't want to, and I want to go ride my dirt bike. Well, and, and going down the list, I got an email from Matt Musgrove um, that I guess they had a, a ride day or something coming up, 
maybe it was a hill, hill okay. climb in two weeks that they've postponed. And then there was a blurb in there about the May 1st through 3rd Enduro Fest um, was at this point was still on, but it was up in the air. So it didn't sound real hopeful to me, but um, that being right on the Nevada, California border, I, I can't imagine that there'll be, I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe there's COVID will be finished out there by then, but you know, just, just yeah, something else to think about. It seemed like they were, yeah, they were a little ahead of everything as in the right getting things going out there for sure. Well, all right. I, I guess moving on, um, I am setting up a 2020 Husqvarna TE 300 I right now. And I don't know what I'm doing. I have no clue about this <laughs> TPI stuff. So if anyone has set up a bike like this, tell me what you did. Um, uh, you know, sprocket size. Um, did you, I mean, yeah. Gearing. Gearing. Yeah, gearing exactly. Um, did you do anything to give it more low in or are you happy with what it is? Um, you put a different pipe on it. I know you can't change the carb, but, um, is there, you can, you can buy a thousand dollar ECU so you can tune it if you want yeah. to. Do I need to do that? I have no idea. Well, and, and it's new to both of us because I had a 19 TPI bike and I did not like it. And I, we, we were both sticking with our 2018 300s and you came across a, a Husky TE 300. So anybody out there, if you have any suggestions for Will or, you know, we'll kind of keep you updated on what he's doing and uh, how it's going and how he likes it. Cause I don't think you've ridden the bike really since you've uh set it up for yourself no and it's got a lowering kit on it (coughs) so um i've I've never ridden a bike with a lowering kit i'm not very i am vertically challenged let's just say that so um (laughs) i've always run a low seat and then i guess the new husky linkage bikes obviously all huskies are linkage but I, i think they're a little bit lower anyways and then you add the lowering kit um which interestingly enough rob cosler with moto lab installed the lowering kit so um he's trying to help me work through that but uh picking the bike back up i think on thursday and um we will uh we'll see how it goes what are you doing on friday uh unfortunately i think i'm trying to get (laughs) stuff out of my dad's house so oh well yeah, I would say let's go ride, but if you need help with that, I will also be down to help. Right on. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, uh, it's um, gonna be an active so weekend, weekend regardless. Oh, absolutely. Well, so let's go on a positive note. Let's go back to the last race we had. We haven't even done a podcast, haven't talked about it. I had a lot of fun, unexpectedly, and I guess unfortunately, maybe you got to join in uh, for the Groundhog Extreme at the Rock Crusher Farm. Yeah, I. I the i guess spring break got canceled we were going to colorado and they pretty much shut down the entire state of colorado so we couldn't go (laughs) so at 11 p.m the night before the groundhog i decided to actually i washed my motorcycle because it was still dirty (laughs) yeah hey how fresh was your tire let's hear that my van with a with a freaking (laughs) i mean it had one good edge the braking edge was still good i didn't even flip it around i should have but drove straight down to Rock Crusher, put it on the starting line, and, you know, I had a good time. I didn't have a good race, but I had a good time. It was. And in typical Groundhog fashion, it was 
it wasn't that cold, but it was a very heavy mist <laughs> that had been been preceded by a heavy rain the night before. I mean, what, a couple inches of rain? Uh, I have um, no idea. It, it was a mess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It. The funny thing was the um, Graham's Gorge or whatever it's called was yep. the best traction I've ever seen there. So what is what well, is normally the the slickest spot? We just rode right up. Am I wrong? Well, oh, so, no, some people did. <laughs> some people. T- so let's back up. I was actually I, we took a little family vacation. It was the end of my spring break for my family and kids. We're in different counties. Will it was the start of his spring break, so we went down to that corner of North Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, a couple days early. So got down to the track, walked Graham's Gulch. And I said, this is the slickest it's ever been. Then the year before, I couldn't make it up it. I mean, I finally made it with help, but it was miserable. And so I was, I was, I don't want to say I was scared, but I was very worried we wouldn't make it up it. Um, and so backing up to the start, it's a dead engine, hair scramble start. <laughs> you know, we're, what was there, 25, 30 bikes wide? Yeah, and that the, and, the, the, they have gold, silver, and bronze in the SEER races. So yeah. we're both on the gold yeah. line. Yeah, and I think you were next yeah, to me, right? Yeah, they pulled right up next to yeah. you. Normally, we're on the opposite yeah. end. So I was like, I'm going to go start next to yeah, Drew. Just, <laughs> yeah, so we we get there, and, and Adam uh, Adam McCluskey, who runs a Rock Crusher farm, always does a good job, except for this one time, in my personal opinion. But it turns <laughs> out I'm wrong. I think we were he, both wrong. He blows the horn. He blows the horn, and he's like, all right, cut your motors two minutes. And so we're sitting there, and I'm getting my GoPro on and checking my watch and my goggles. And all of a sudden, I'm looking down, and I hear the horn go. I didn't hear ten seconds. I didn't hear anything. Nope. Did you? Did you hear? Okay, no. so I went back. I went back and looked at my GoPro, and I actually see you drinking out of your Camelback when I take off. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> yeah, did, you were, you were, you didn't have your hands on the handle. No, I, I do like. I have my little customary, you know, thirty seconds before the start, yeah. you know. <laughs> whatever but no it it was awesome uh, yeah so long story short we both got not great starts and I, I, so the, we, i took more roost between the starting line and the second turn mm. that i did the entire race it was unreal how much roost i took <laughs> yeah and again it was very wet and muddy and it was it was a very good start he added um like i said dead engine hair scramble start i think there was 25 of us um went into a big left hand turn through a creek up and down some hills and it was muddy and lots of roost, but it it sing, it it spread us out a little bit before the enduro cross track. Yeah, and the enduro cross um, track when I got there was carnage. <laughs> it was carnage. <laughs> yes, it was. Drew Dobbs apologized for taking me out, and I was like, "You didn't take me out." And I think he took you out. I don't even. I, know. I, Apparently, we're the same person. Somehow. Yeah, we're we're drill. If if y'all don't know. Yeah. All right. So after the enduro cross, there's probably two and a half miles of single track before you get to Graham's Gulch. Um, but before that, there were some cool over under bridges. Um, oh yeah. Those are cool. So all that was good. But by the time we get to Graham's Gulch, it was kind of a typical bottleneck, but if you had a little bit of momentum, you could go up it mm-hmm. and, and it was nice. Like you said, and I got there and Corey Buttrick was in front of me and I saw him go three quarters of the way up one of these rocks, start going backwards and crash really hard. <laughs> and he, he said he ended up behind the entire uh, gold class yeah i in that one I, section i caught him and i don't know if i passed him but I, I definitely caught him and kind of pushed him along i was cheering for him i'm like come on Corey, 
But yeah, and he so his first lap, he said it was rough. I talked to him after the race and he caught me after the Enduro cross track on our second lap and we rode a bunch of that single track together and then got to Graham's Gulge and I ended up with him and Russell Bobbitt. Um, and then he made it out and, and we kind of got hung up and he ended up coming all the way back to fourth place, which was pretty awesome. Yeah. That's, that's a solid ride after having such a, a yeah. horrible, I mean, not a horrible, but a, a rough uh, no, it three was, miles. No, if, if we had him on the podcast, he would admit his first lap was horrible. He goes, I forgot how to ride. I was like, was it that or your tire? Or your what? Bib? He said, no, I just, ah, he, it must've gotten broken in. On that's what I lap. said. He, he finally broke yeah. it in about mile five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He beat he beat the you know what out of it and it started working. Well, okay, so so Graham's bulge or whatever it is was not that horrible. <laughs> the 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 next yep. the switchbacks pretty pretty gnarly, but well they added they added that section like that we'll call it the dry creek yeah after the goal or the bulge and then the switchbacks. So go ahead. Well, what I was going to say was, for me, where I think I lost the most time was on that one hill climb right next to the Davy Mountain bonus run. Is that hill seven or hill ten? Um, was it the one with the rock before it? Uh, the, or the one that was like the, the horsepower? Horsepower, you're on that like Jeep road, yeah, and there's like yeah. two different lines. That was seven. The, the first lap, yep, the left was, line was seven. pretty good. And, yeah. Yep. That, the second lap, hill seven – I must have spent 20 minutes there. It was horrible. Really? Yeah. I I made for me surprisingly, I made it up clean both times. Both laps cuz I only got two laps. Well, Shocker. Or well, I made I two got, laps. Ranger um and and he gave me a fist bump. So <laughs> <laughs> he him him and I he followed me for a while. I was like, "Nick, you want to go by me?" and it was on the switchbacks when he lapped me. And uh he was like, no, I'm good. You just hang out there for a minute. I was like, okay. Word. Well, but I don't know. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, so apparently Nick uh, Ferringer, he, he kind of he ran away um, for the first couple of laps and then toward, I, I guess he was, I don't know if he was conserving energy or having a little bit of trouble, but Quinn Winslow caught him on the last lap and they kind of had a, ba- oh, a yeah. back and forth cat and mouse kind of finish and um nick just barely pulled off the win uh, over quinn so the two sherco uh factory one team usa riders um taking the top two spots oh absolutely and it was when they lapped me it was their third lap my second lap nick had a big lead yeah and uh and i don't know what he did on his fourth lap and they were actually i think stuck on the same hill the hill seven you talked about yep. is what they were catting and mousing and then Nick pulled a good one. Um, and you know, Nick's national enduro caliber single track guy. So I think that the fast stuff benefits him. And, and I think both of their fitness is getting up there. And Nick, I think just was a little more crafty and, uh, got it on him. And I think you saw this firsthand, but Nick coming across oh the my God. was a little erratic. <laughs> what did you say? Let's let's hear it. I, I was I was standing well, there. I, I crossed the finish, and I, I think I was talking to Jason Hooper, who scored the race, the the full gas timing guy. And um, here yeah. comes Nick, and I don't know if he did a he did he did like a power slide wheelie into a giant log. <laughs> And was he was swapping the <laughs> rear end and 
I mean, his eyes were wide because I thought he was going to kill himself, and I think he thought he was going to kill himself. <laughs> yeah, he did. So, <laughs> unfortunately, my GoPro had died by that time, or I would have had some pretty crazy footage. But, um, And I, I think he somehow managed to just sling mud all over the entire crowd and everybody's van. It was hilarious. Yeah, well, and then Quinn was right behind him. I mean, like, by the time – I figured out that that was Nick out of control and got over there to you two were talking. Here comes Quinn. So, I mean, yeah. they were – I mean, I, I don't even know if a minute apart. And, and then third place was our boy Chuck DeLula, um, the, the ageless no. wonder. He just – I mean, he's a freaking beast, man. Well, and he got a better start than me. I'm, I'm going to give it to him. The, the old man got the jump. <laughs> and then he, he, he slid didn't fall sideways around Amazing. the first – he didn't fall asleep. So he got sideways around the first corner, and I thought I was going to just T-bone him and put him on the ground. I was like, I'll never hear that. <laughs> and somehow did not hit him. And then he never saw him again after the Enduro cross track. And then before we got to Graham's bulge, he was down on this off camber, like way down there. And I was like, Chuck, are you okay? He goes, yeah, I just messed up. So we get to Graham's bulge. And and we're together. And then he just happens to make it up one little spot, and I never yep. saw him again. And I'm like, I, he, I don't, I don't understand. Like he's just never relentless. He's, he's never going over his head, but he never yep. slows down. He's just always moving forward. And that's one of the keys to this hard enduro thing. Yep. Unless you're freaking Nick Ferringer, Quinn Winslow. I mean, you got to just keep moving. You don't have to go that fast, but you got to keep moving. Well, and, and one thing I like, so the course at the Groundhog was a five-mile loop. So it wasn't that long. We we ended up hitting some some decent traffic, but it was some good hard sections with not a lot of fluff in the middle. And sometimes I like <laughs> the fluff to catch my breath and get my heart rate down. But but then it was, all right, you know, you got a little single track, hill climb, little single track, good downhill, good uphill hard hill climb so I, I don't know if i know we've talked about it but it's been what three how, weeks how different then. would that race have been um, that five miles had it been dry oh i think it would have been i think the eh, it would have been significantly different like every i mean it's like right. tko this yeah. past year you know we we talked about it in the rob moan interview with Jarrett beating us at tko it was a hard hair scramble not no a offense true hard we know you can ride it no offense yeah, we know you can ride faster than us, but let's if we have to push a bike up a hill, I'm taking I can Will push better than Jared. I'm old. <laughs> yeah, we're how about we're craftier. <laughs> so, but no, it was it was a quality race and it was funny. So I came around, I finished my second lap and the way they did it at the Groundhog is you had 3 hours to finish your lap. So if you came around on your second lap and you had 30 minutes you know, it was two hours and 30 minutes. Clearly, you weren't that was my situation. Lap. And, yep. <clears throat> so, I don't remember when I came through and I was like, well, you know what? This might be our last race for a while. Right. I'm going to keep going. Might as well. Just just because. And, and it turned out, unfortunately, that's kind of where we're at. Um, and, again, we did this podcast in pretty much complete reverse <laughs> order of what we were thinking. And uh, it's, we're back to no well, races on what, the schedule for april and one more thing about the groundhog so they have they have the davy mountain bonus run afterwards and um so the first race you know is kind of the main event and then um the the big the big money goes to the top three there 
But there's a $500 check for the winner of the bonus run, which is basically, what is it, a half mile of vertical elevation change or it's something insane. Yep. It's just up this yep. really quick Parallon Hill that looks really easy, but it's not, man. It's just like this loose shale, oh, yeah. slick mud. But um, Jason – Roots, roots. Jason Gilliland rocks. out of North Carolina, he, he takes home the um, the five hundred dollars, beating out guys like Russell Bobbitt and Nick Farringer and Quinn Winsel and some some really good dudes. So good on Jason. I mean, that's awesome. Yep. Well, and if you guys, if you're listening to this, you probably know Russell Bobbitt. He put the his helmet cam footage of it. Oh, he yeah. gets the whole shot. And he is ripping until they get to like one of the major. Oh, but he gapped that Jeep road on this. Oh, and he did, but then he (laughs) stopped and you just see carnage and here comes Gilliland and he just, you know, they were all doing what you have to do to get up a hill. Sometime is switch backs back and forth, do a little pushing and he happened to get freed up and you know, it, he wasn't in the lead because like I said, Bobbitt had the whole shot by a mile. I mean, he was ripping and, uh, but Jason Gilliland, congrats to him. I know Kef James is. Yeah, who won it last year? Hey, good on Jason. Oh, I um, I don't remember. I, I think Quinn think so. might have won it. Because Quinn won the the first race, and and, and we can somebody, yes, yeah, somebody like po- comment who won the Davy Mountain bonus run. Um, if you're the first person to comment who won that in 2019, we'll send you a sticker. Ooh, or a shirt. Um, what about a shirt? We won't send you, sir. Yeah, we've got to print some shirts while we're um, having this downtown right now. So, yeah, Label Industries, Michael Branding, we need to give you a call and, and talk about a new design for 2020. Yeah, we need shirts and we need some hats. We've been talking about hats, Michael. What? Uh, yeah, let us know <laughs> what kind of hat you like. You like flat bills? Do you like um, yep. trucker hats? Um, do you like the uh, just a baseball kind of ball cap? What do y'all like? I like I like the baseball. I don't want to have to tuck my ears into yeah, a flat. Yeah, we're me and you're different. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. So, I don't know why everyone <laughs> thinks we're the same. So, might as well. At least maybe right we on. can have different hats. All right. Well, um, that's. I think that's it. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty impressed. In, that we've stretched this out as long as we have, since there's absolutely nothing to talk about. Thir- well, I we haven't done a podcast since. We've officially signed on to do the media coverage. No, and, and that's the thing. We were we were going to do all the media coverage for the um, the American Hard Enduro, or excuse me, the AMA East Extreme <laughs> yeah. Sherco, brought to you by Sherco, Sherco. Hair Scramble events. Um, yeah, we're doing all the media coverage for that, but obviously we were going to do a podcast yep. before the first one, which was Revelimeter. When it got delayed, it's like, well, um, no need to do a podcast. So, um, yeah, we're, we're just going to – I guess take it as it comes. Hopefully it, it comes sooner rather than later. Yeah, I mean, we all just want to go racing. I think like every sports fan out there, what, baseball, I mean, I, I can't think not to get off topic, but NCAA basketball tournament, like all those college seniors that it's like, oh, the tournament's canceled. Sorry, you graduate. Yeah. I mean. Bummer. Oh, uh, especially if you had like a really good team. So it's unfortunate on so many levels and it's even worse if you have a family member who's been affected yeah, for sure. by this. Um, so, but a way to bring the podcast. Yeah. Down Drew Downer. On that Thanks a lot, bud. Ah, well, it is what it is. So on a positive note, 
we will be racing hopefully July 4th. Uh, hopefully May, what, 16th, 17th. Yeah, let's do it. Um, all right, well, I guess that's it. Podcast, is this number I two think so. I'm, I'm just all discombobulated right now. I have no idea what's going on. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, I, I've never spent this much time around my house. It's I have a feeling it's going to be the saddest April 1st ever. No one's going to be wanting to pull any jokes. It's just – hey, now, hey, tell everyone <laughs> what you're doing to your kids. Are you really going to do it? I, I saw this on a group text. My, my plan is to wake it. them up in the morning at – Six eleven, which is normally when I wake them up when we're going to school, and and just start making breakfast. Be like, kids, get your clothes on, and get your get your backpacks ready. Get in the car; it's time to go to school, and just see how long I can carry it on before they're like, "What are you talking about, Dad?" So I've got a six six and a ten year old, so kindergarten and fourth grade. So, um, well. Is, is Deborah? Is Deborah your wife? It's mostly board, just me. Just you solo. She thinks I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, I. Yeah, well, my my wife has to work tomorrow, so she'll be getting up at four thirty. I may just do it just for fun, and I need to go to work anyway. And luckily, my kids can just ride mm-hmm. around in the truck with me uh, to do my work tomorrow. So I may just do there it. There you to go. Get my day where, where are you earlier. headed? Oh, uh, I'll be in Sevierville tomorrow. So if anybody if anybody needs anything, I'll be hitting the KTM shop on the way home. I need a shifter after our ride. Um, <laughs> I broke the tip off my shifter, which was was quite dramatic. But oh well, we saw Nick try that splat how many times he, while I was literally. I saw that stuff. that Sherco defy gravity. <laughs> it was quite amazing. I I, I, oh. I don't know if I have GoPro footage of it, but I really think I do. So we'll we'll try to post that up too in the near future. Yeah, we need to. Did Blake? Did Blake get your card today? Yeah, Blake, Blake got my card. So he's stuff. a lot better about actually taking footage and putting it than I am. Oh. All right. Well, hopefully you guys uh, stand by for hopefully some of that, and I'm sure most of you hopefully will listen to this tomorrow, which will be April first, which will be sign up for uh, yeah, tough, tough like roar. roar. Sign up eight o'clock roar dot org. It's super easy. Get on there. All right, guys. Hey, thank you for listening, and yep. hopefully we'll stay have safe out there, soon. and we'll see you on the trail. Later. All right, see you guys.